Uganda, a very interesting member of the East African economy, East African community, let me say, with Kenya, Tanzania, Rwanda and Burundi. It has had oil for a very long time, Tsebiso. The oil was discovered way before Ghana did start even exploring, but it hasn't gone far. The oil is found mainly in the western part, the Lake Albert region, just before the border with the DRC. But the reason is a big story is, unlike many other countries, Yoweri Museveni, the president of Uganda, for all his problems, decided he's not going to drill the oil and export crude, and he has been for the past eight years saying, I'll only drill if I get a refinery built in the region called Hoima. So he finally got a deal, a $4 billion deal that was signed in a session that wasn't very open at the State House. But the advantage and the reason I like this story is if all African countries with resources had emphasized refinery or beneficiation, we would be better off. The question is, will he get the other countries in East Africa to take a stake? Because people who have questioned the return on this investment are saying, who's going to buy your oil? So if he gets the Tanzanians, the Kenyans to take a stake, then he will be able to sell the oil to them because they'll be buying from themselves. But it's an interesting one because, as I say, it sets the trend that African countries can do better than just export raw minerals. That's what we've been complaining about, or raw resources. Mm. So big up to Yoweri Museveni for all the criticism that we have against how he has been dealing with opposition and running the country lately. And uh, you mentioned Ghana, uh, Victor. I remember when oil was discovered in Ghana, it uh, was spoken about as uh, Africa's uh, black gold and how this is going to uh, completely turn around the fortunes of Ghana. Just looking back at that, has it happened? And obviously there are lessons to be learned for Uganda. It did turn the fortunes of Ghana around. The only misfortune had nothing to do with the country is the fact that the oil price tanked. And that's what happens when you export crude, because you export crude without refining it, you are at the mercy of international markets. Whereas if you refine it, like Uganda is trying to do, you stand a chance of benefiting at least from the pump price, because you are selling a finished product. And that's where I'm going. And the investment in the refinery also is good for the FDI, and and that's the advantage here. But Ghana did certainly grow to become a middle economy or middle income economy or near middle income economy because of the oil. They had been a gold mining economy for a long time and cocoa among other things. But now at least they have oil in the mix. As I say, the only misfortune was not anything of their doing, but the fact that the international prices tanked. Mm. And uh, just looking at um, what else has been happening on the continent, I know you are likely to go to uh, Zimbabwe either this week uh, or next week. Uh, I- I'm actually thinking about the fact that while we're talking about investment, because that would be primary in Uganda, people are asking where did the diamond money go in Zimbabwe? And that is a pivotal question because especially for uh, this new administration that is trying to woo investors and even uh, those internally, uh, almost um, washing their hands off past corruption? Well, the money got stolen, pure and simple. It was in the Marange Diamonds story, 40 million, 400 million that could have gone into the covers of Zimbabwe simply went missing. The minister at the time complained until he gave up. But the way the mining was done, it was almost wild, wild west 
style, but but I, I wouldn't want to go into detail. As you know, the government is trying to investigate that, the government of Emerson Mnangagwa, but I don't know if they're going to get that. Remember, Mnangagwa gave the people who had taken money out of Zimbabwe about three months to get the money back. The deadline expired end of February, and the list came out of people who had been called looters of the country, country's economy, and among them there were many Chinese people, and that didn't impress China at all. And that's why when he went to China last week, one of the things that was discussed was that list, although there wasn't an official statement made on that. But the, the, the simple answer is the money disappeared. It got stolen. When you don't have governance, as you did not have in Zimbabwe for the past 20 years or so, that's exactly what happened. Thanks a lot, Victor. We'll uh, be talking more African economic matters with Victor Khwemeswana, who is uh, author of Africa is Open for Business. and.